Hey folks, be sure to listen to the end of this episode to find out what we will be talking about in the next full-length episode of Contextual Deviance. Hey, white people, I get it. I get that it's exhausting making up for oppression and caring about what happens to other people. I get that it's frustrating to be held to account for the actions of people from generations before we were born. I get that knowing what we know now, we abhor slavery, the KKK, Jim Crow, the genocide of native tribes, Japanese internment, the theft of Mexican territory, our government's meddling in the governments of South American nations, and countless decades of discrimination in every aspect of our society, from policing to housing to employment to legal sentencing, and on and on. I get it. You don't want to feel like you did something wrong before you even had a chance to do anything. You don't want to be blamed for the actions of our forefathers, things that are beyond your control. But maybe, instead of focusing on what we didn't do ourselves, and instead of treating diversity initiatives and affirmative action and Black Lives Matter like the reverberations of past sins coming back to haunt us, we should ask ourselves this question. What can we do to be better than those who came before us? The Human March of Progress has been and will be a judgment of generations improving on the work of generations past. We traveled by foot, and then on horseback, and then in wagons, and then trains, and cars, and planes, and rockets, and who knows what comes next. But if we can say that we own the history of scientific and economic progress, we should also own the history of social progress, and on that front, we still have a long way to go. We pat ourselves on the back for the Civil Rights Act, and the Voting Rights Act, and Brown v. Board of Education, but the voting rights of minorities are as under siege as they've ever been. Consider voter ID laws that have been implemented across the country. The ACLU has outlined many of the reasons that these laws disenfranchise poor, minority, immigrant, and rural voters. 11% of U.S. citizens do not have government-issued photo IDs, and of those, minority populations are disproportionately represented. In some states, IDs require a fee to obtain, but even in those that don't, they often require additional documentation including birth certificates, and if you, like many people, don't have access to those documents, you'll have to pay to have them issued. Travel is also a huge issue. Government ID offices can be too far away for many people to reach. In Texas, as the ACLU points out, there are rural citizens who have to travel as much as 170 miles to reach the nearest ID office. These laws are not accidentally biased. Pennsylvania GOP Chairman Rob Gleason told a news outlet that voter ID laws helped cut President Obama's statewide vote totals by as much as 5% in 2012. Lawmakers know that voter ID targets Democratic demographics, especially disadvantaged communities. Or consider felony voting rights. As author Michelle Alexander points out in her blistering examination of the subject titled The New Jim Crow, the U.S. prison system has become an arm of social and political oppression. Minorities who are convicted of crimes are more likely to be given felony-level sentences than whites convicted of the same crimes. This is particularly true of marijuana possession. Despite very similar percentages of marijuana use among black people and white people, arrests of black people for marijuana are outrageously high compared to their white counterparts. In some metropolitan counties, the rate is as much as 10 to 1 for how many more black people are arrested for marijuana than whites. This is surely true in other areas of enforcement as well, but the stark contrast in drug possession arrest rates is illustrative of a larger trend of discrimination. And a felony conviction in the vast majority of U.S. states means you lose your voting rights for life. 
So young black males are targeted for arrests, targeted for harsher sentencing, and released without the right to vote in staggering numbers. Never mind that while they're in prison, many prisoners are forced into unpaid manual labor, which, when coupled with the unfairness of the legal system, is tantamount to a 21st century form of slavery. And if you think segregation died in the 1960s, think again. Despite a necessary decline in school segregation up to the 1980s, the rates have been rising, to the point that now American schools are almost as segregated as they were at the time of Brown v. Board of Education. Under the guise of school choice and improving educational standards, school districts have used careful mapping, busing, and placement of new schools to ensure that schools which could and should be more racially diverse are instead overwhelmingly white or minority populated. The rise of charter schools and so-called voucher programs exacerbates this problem, as they are often used as a stand-in for increasing the funding of public schools, which, studies have shown, is directly tied to a school's racial makeup. The more money a school gets, the more likely it is to be predominantly white. Allowing white students to move to new schools with more money in the name of, quote, better education, leaves behind a trail of disadvantaged and minority students left to learn in schools that receive insufficient funds. All of this is to say, I get it. You don't want to be held accountable for what your ancestors did. And maybe you shouldn't be, that's not for me to say. But we are accountable for what is happening today. Because the march of progress has stalled, even fallen backwards. And if we make the same mistakes as our forefathers and insist that it's not our fault, we're not better than they were. We can't claim that white people today aren't responsible for white people in the past when we're emulating some of their worst practices. We must be better. We must try harder. We must improve the present and keep improving and keep improving until maybe, if we improve enough, our children won't feel forced to account for our generation, the ones who failed them long before they were even born. Thank you for listening to this special deviation. Uh, I am your host, Christian Hagen. We will be back next week with a full episode. Uh, the film we will be uh, discussing, and I hope you have a chance to watch it before uh, before we release the episode because it's very much worth watching. Uh, we are going to be talking about Baby Driver, the 2017 action, uh, um, you know, I would say instant classic action sort of comedy, dramedy, dramedy, whatever. Uh, it's got a great cast, an incredible sound uh uh, design. I know that doesn't sound like something that most people care about when they talk about how good a movie is, but oh my god, the sound editing in this movie is crazy. Um, so I hope, if you haven't seen it, I hope you get a chance to watch it. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's free to stream anywhere right now. Uh, it might be on HBO, but I know it's definitely available to rent. Um, and uh, I hope uh, I hope you do get a chance to uh, enjoy it. Uh, we will be back uh, then, David and I, and maybe another guest. We'll see. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any suggestions on future topics you'd like for deviations or movies you'd like to see us do in our full episodes, send us an email at contextualdeviance at gmail.com or tweet at us at textdeviance uh, or, you know, drop us a line, uh, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, we're trying to get on Spotify, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, in the meantime, I hope you have a nice uh, rest of your week, and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can find us on Twitter at Contextual Deviance or email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. 
Special thanks to Minneapolis's own The Badman for the use of the song Gun Tonic off of their album Ain't Clean. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I've been your host, Christian Hagen. Have a nice day. Have a nice day!